Hello, how are you? What is going on? I am back. I um yeah, I'm gonna promise myself one thing. I'm not going to spend more than three minutes talking about this dang coronavirus. Um, simply because I went to the food store this morning. <laughs> And I really, I got sassy because I was almost ran over, pushed out of the way. And I'm like, the literally, so the food store opens up at 8 o'clock, right? It was packed by like 8.15. I was like, what is going on? And I kept saying, like, I put on my Instagram story, I needed to get bleach to clean out the front of my front loader washer. And it was all gone. And then I'm walking past to like the soap aisle, all the hand sanitizer is gone. They even have notes saying they're not restocking, but there's like so much soap. And I'm just, again, I said this, I forget what podcast episode I said. it. I said simply three things. Okay. Common sense. You don't feel good. Stay home. Wash your hands with soap hand sanitizer. They did this whole black light test thing. And it was proven that people who just put hand sanitizer on, you're not killing everything. It's just like you're rubbing alcohol, which is drying out your skin, which if you think about in the long run, dries out your skin, causes it to crack, opening up your skin even more to let like yuckies in. Like, come on, everyone. Soap, water, sing happy birthday for 30 seconds, common sense, and cover your mouth. Not with your hand, but like your elbow or like cough into your shirt. I approached a minute and I'm not talking about it anymore. Oh man. I only had one latte this morning. I'm not sure. Um, I, I am a little nasally because my son was sick all last week and he's like sneezing and coughing all over me. So of course I get it. And um, lack of sleep. I got to take care of me, but you guys know who are parents. It's like... <laughs> whatever. Like they're coughing, sneezing all over you. Um, I also want to say how thankful and excited I am. So I didn't for the last two podcasts read my book and I am going to second half, get back into my book and read it. My book sales have gone up. You guys are awesome. I swear to the heavens and the moon, you guys are awesome. I am so like, I don't even know the words. And, you know, my husband yells at me all the time. And I said, listen, when I wrote my book, I just wrote it as a bucket list. I didn't write it to become a New York bestseller. That, that wasn't my goal. So he yells at me that I don't promote it. And he's like, look, you just read your book on your podcast. And look, you have all of these people, like, you know, buying your book now. So it's a little exciting. You know, it's humbling. And thank you so much for those of you who recently picked up my book, Paperback Princess. Um, yes, I can have, I will read some more because we're going into the good stuff. And yeah, but before we get into my book, I do want to talk about some exciting stuff coming up to the podcast and then today's topic. So, um, I had the opportunity to record with Rose Room. Uh, Taylor and Cashton are based in Las Vegas. They are like super young, beautiful, fresh, on the move. They have a beauty refinery. Um, it's called Do Beauty. I say it, so I feel like I should say it right, you know, because it's like French, like Do Beauty Refinery. But they have this med spa in Vegas and they are doing some things that are just magical. 
And I, all I, I wanted to try to get a hydrofacial for so long, but it's like, you know, you, you want to make sure you're going to a reputable place. You're going to a place that's clean. And it's like, oh, I wish Vegas was closer because I feel like I would live at their med spa. Um, yeah, that, that would also be very costly on my salary <laughs> and, um, you know, Yeah. So, but I will say this, you know, your skin, your integumentary system is your largest organ. And if you're not taking care of it, well, you're not taking care of yourself. And then you can't say in 10 years, what happened to my skin? Well, you didn't take care of it. All right. So take care of it. So, um, I recorded with them and then I'm actually going to be recording with them tomorrow to debut them next Sunday on the podcast. So I'm very excited. Make sure you check them out. Rose Room on Apple Podcast, as well as the following week will be with Catherine Perry. She is a fantabulous, I love that word fantabulous, um, content creator, editor, and you guys know how I feel about editing. It is it is a it's not appreciated enough how much time goes into editing and creation. Um, you know, I remember my first exposure to editing. I wanted to pull my hair out. And this is going back 10 years ago before we had Insta stories and, you know, Instagram in general and live videos where you can just capture and post. And it's like, oh, well, 10 years ago, I didn't have that. So I can't wait to talk to her all about that. She's also a mama. So the fact that she can do her editing, be a mom and still 4.0 in life, as well as the ladies from Rosé Room, it reminds me why I love so much having this podcast 4.0 in life. All right, so let's kick it into gear. Today's topic, and I just forgot the title of it. I take a deep breath to like create time and like make you guys think I know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, ah, oh, forget it. Like we don't edit as much as we should anymore because I want you guys to know that I'm real. I'm literally sitting down in my mini studio. Um, just making the best of the best. But um, okay, so the title is Find Them in the Wild. And what I mean by that is we are so, and I was having this conversation with my husband this morning, we are the society, we are the culture, we want instant gratification, and we want the perfect package significant other to be in our lives. And because we claim we don't have time anymore, we jump on these apps. And there's millions and millions and millions of dating apps that you can go on. I mean, I remember years ago, someone spit out Bumble. And I know there's or there's so many more apps. I don't really know the names because I, you know, I never was on these apps. And I don't think I would ever join the apps. Um, not to say that I don't think they're great. But for me, I don't want to ever say I don't have enough time. And what I mean by that is, yes, I know some people have crazy busy lives and they're just like, well, I don't have the time to go out and meet someone on a date. But here's what you have to ask yourself. And here's why today's topic, find them in the wild, is exactly what I want to target. If you don't have the time to set aside to go out on dates and I guess interview people, if you will, are you then going to have the time to nourish and grow that relationship once you start it. Because that's just it. You know, everyone wants to use these apps because it's time-saving. You're not wasting time. You swipe left or right. I don't know which way you swipe. Um, And just find, you know, a collection of men or women 
friends or future husbands and wives. And yes, I liked you and cool, this is done, let's go. But then the thing is, you still have to go on that date anyway because you can't really just put your hand down and say, yep, that's the one based on a picture and uh, a headline. That's the one. That's the one I'm going to marry. I mean, you can, but then do you really want to? Because do you really know that person? Again, we are so quick to jump on the socials and judge and, and comment and post and write, but are we really collecting the data that we need? Because here's the thing, like you, this is your life. This is your future, whether you're going to get married to the person or you're just going to be a cohabitator and spend time because maybe you don't want to get married and you don't have to get married, but you really have to put these things into perspective because I know very well if anyone said to me, oh, just go on a dating app, I'd say, no, I want to find them in the wild. And what I mean by finding them in the wild, and I did find my husband in the wild, is just meet them out in the real world. And again, I, after a while, after I got divorced, it was like, you know, you feel like you have to find someone immediately. And then I was like, nope, because that goes back into a podcast from previous weeks ago where, you know, being single, there's nothing wrong with being single. Find out who you are, love yourself, then you'll love others. So if I'm on a dating app, sure, I can peruse and see what interests me. But not everybody is who they say they are. If you look on Instagram today and if you truly believe that half of these people look the way they do, well, then I I'm, I hate to break it to you, but it, it, that's not really what they look like. We have filtering, you know, face tuning to the max. I mean, you got smudgy walls because people want to be skinnier. It's like, listen, you're going to go on an interview for a job or an interview for this or a date for that. And then they see the real you like project who you really are. Again, I am not saying there's anything wrong with dating apps. Please, please, please. For those of you going about to email me and be like, Oh my God, she has no idea because like I go to work, I go home, I go to bed and I don't have time. So dating apps are life. Okay. If dating apps are your life, that's fine. I'm not saying anything wrong with dating apps, but I'm just saying like, Step into the wild, folks, and just be you. Like, it's okay. Sure, you want to be on dating apps and step into the wild? Do it. But again, the biggest thing that I'm coming out of this is if you can't invest the time in stepping out into the wild and finding him or her in the wild, do you really have the time to invest in that relationship once it becomes a relationship. I'm like struggling to talk here because I'm like talking and I'm not breathing because it's just one of those moments. It's like the Italian and Puerto Rican in me is like meshing and it's like the hands are going. I wish you guys could see me right now. The hands are going and I'm I'm sitting up straight, which is good, but I'm just like blah, 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 blah. But really, you know, I, I thought about it like, yes, I met my husband in the wild. Um, he was uh, chefing it up. I was at an event. I saw him from afar. My lioness features, you know, struck on, struck on. No, that's not what I want to say. <laughs> my lioness features revved up. And I was like, that's my gazelle. That is mine. I'm going to go claim it. <laughs> I'm a Leo. So that's why I said lioness. And not that I like, like ran and jumped on top of my husband and, you know, served him up as dinner. Um, but, you know, like when you are very territorial about someone, 
you go, you just go. And that's who I am. I'm very aggressive and I hate the what ifs. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go write my number down and serve it up and be like, here, give me a call. (laughs) And that's what happened. You know, I met him out in the wild. Um, even if you're trying to meet someone on Facebook or Instagram, it's still, it's not a dating app like Bumble, but it's still like not in the wild. You, you have to just, you have to be okay with exposing yourself. And I don't mean like that. Like I'm not saying, you know, streak the streets. I'm just saying like, just be you. I feel like more people appreciate that. More people are more comfortable like that. I got to be honest, when I was single, Um, The dating apps weren't as big as they are, and I don't know if I could truly say I would have tons of confidence to go out on a date. And I know that's why people use the dating apps. It's hard. It's not easy to get yourself dolled up or, you know, bow tied up and meet someone and then rejection happens. I know that's not easy. And I know people are like, I don't have the time for that. Like, I just want to meet someone and go. Okay, fine. But then again, that question is you got to – if you're in – relationships are hard. Relationships are time. And it's not like, okay, divided in half so I don't have to spend as much time. It's double the amount of time to get to know someone, to understand who they are, like foods they like, family events. I mean, there's so many things that go into a relationship that it's a lot of time. So now instead of going to work, coming home, relaxing on the couch and just doing your independent you thing, it's now going to work, coming home. What are we going to do? Do we have this event? Do we have to go to that? Like, Hey, let's hang out. And it's a lot. It's a, it's truly a lot. So again, like, you know what I say? Like find them in the wild, just go out. You know, summer's coming. Well, spring first. Warmer weather. People are nicer, I guess. You know, we're doing more outdoorsy things. There's more, you know, rooftop parties, if you will. Just, you know, get out in the wild and find them in the wild. (laughs) I I really was passionate about this because um, I think combination of watching the Netflix Love is Blind and then – you know, someone was talking about a dating app and the struggles of a dating app. And then me just thinking about how I met my husband, I was like, oh. And the funny thing was I thought of this podcast concept episode idea last night before passing out. I woke up this morning, forgot about it because I told myself I would remember. And then I was like really upset. I was telling my husband, I'm like, oh my God, it was such a good idea. Why didn't I write it down? For some reason, crack a diddly dawn in the morning or right before I go to bed, all the ideas come flushing in. And then if I don't write them down, I forget them. And then we're driving to the food store and I remembered. So I was really happy that I remembered. (laughs) All right. So with that being guys, with that being guys said, with that being said, guys and gals, you know what? With that being said, there we go. I'm going to take a quick break. Um, We're going to come back for the second half of the podcast. We're going to continue reading Paperback Princess I'm really excited about. And yeah, then I'm going to dish out again, remind you guys of the awesome sauce things coming up on the podcast. Thank you for everyone who has been tuning in. Oh my God, I'm so excited. (sighs) Yeah, and it's, it's Sunday. So, uh, or whatever day you're listening, you're driving to work on a Monday, pretend it's Sunday. Be right back, guys. 
All right, I'm back. We are back now. Again, the one thing that I did say about my book is I never wrote it to be published. I kind of wrote it just as like a journaling. And next thing you know, it was published. And I'm kind of mad that I didn't write more because a couple people were like, when are you writing book number two? Because it's only 63 pages. And even though it's 17 chapters, it's like 17 journaling chapters. Um, and I I think my book, it was like more of like the – it's it's a paperback book. It's not like um, hard copy. And I was like, oh my God, it should have been larger, bigger. But you know what? Again, it was like my little therapy journal session and it got published. So we are now in chapter 10, um, page 33 for anyone who does have the book and you're listening in um, and probably going to finish this book very soon. Um, I'll probably get two chapters in or like short and – Oof, you guys are going to hate me for stopping where I stopped today, but I do promise I will read you more. So here we are, Chapter 10, Paperback Princess, Where is the Present? Before I would forget to say my fiancé, and now saying my husband sounds so grown up. The summer was fabulous as we were married and experienced our St. Lucia honeymoon. Ross and I were truly inseparable and over-the-top happy with our little family, with our two puppies, Baby and Cork. Baby was my little girl since she was six months old, and Cork was another rescue puppy that I saved and gave to Ross as a Father's Day gift early that year. Ross working 24-7 to build his empire and me prepping for another year in fourth grade was the conclusion of our summer. The highlight of the end of my summer was walking toward my classroom door and seeing Mrs. Stevens on the nameplate plaque. When I left in June, I was just a miss, and now a missus. It may seem silly and no big deal, but to me, it was everything as was my new life as Mrs. Stevens. Classroom set and cleaned, tons and tons of antibacterial goodies for my little germ buddies, and time to get educating. The year rolled on, and our first Christmas as husband and wife was just like our first Christmas together four years ago. We woke up in our PJs and ripped open presents, helped the dogs open their presents, and then relaxed for 45 minutes. Yes. 45 minutes since we had to visit both sides of our families within a 12-hour day. But all our stops today included family and great food, so we truly had nothing to complain about. The holidays came and went that year, 2010. I decided to leave teaching for a little bit because I, what I truly wanted was the next step. I was also acting and singing again, which was such a rush, but what I really wanted for this year's Christmas was a baby. I've been talking... I've been taking care of all my little cousins since they were newborns, and yes, babies are cranky and need affection 24-7, but when you finally have your own is when the magic of life really begins. Whether I listened in to my friend Dahlia explain that the magic was really projectile vomit and or poop, I just wanted one of my own. I remembered that one night laying in bed with a baby book and showing Ross all the cool baby cribs and room decor, and it truly made it more real, but wasn't sure if Ross was all on board. Last year, he started a career of a lifetime. He joined forces with a big power player who has truly made a mark. Steve Dodley heard through the grapevine about Ross, and one night at Steve's house, the two bonded over some strong scotch and made it real with one handshake. Flash forward to today, and Ross is doing well. It was scary to him. Sorry. And Ross is doing so well, it was scary to him. I really want to make this empire work. I'm thinking one more year, and I'll make that million and then get a house and start a family. I guess that was the answer to my question. I guess I would have to wait. Already, Ross was making my dreams come true by allowing me to pursue my singing, but he missed the part where I wanted so badly to become a mother. 
My last year in fourth grade came and went as did that summer. And for some reason, I felt I made a mistake. My stomach didn't feel right as the first week of school started and I wasn't in my classroom. My stomach made me feel very sick and off balance. And that's when I learned it wasn't just my stomach making me feel this strange. It was the baby inside of me. Never in a million years did I think it would happen because we talked about it and Ross said he wanted to just put in one more year of hard work. Never did I think it would happen, but since I was never a woman who had regular periods, it was hard to always pinpoint anyway. However, when I told the news to Ross, it wouldn't be happy news as most think. See, the truth is, I was with child and I did get pregnant, however I miscarried. I didn't know if I should ever tell Ross as I feared he would see me as a wife that could not bear children or a wife that didn't care about his career goals. I decided to get a part-time job out of nowhere and put my singing career away. I wanted to show him I could still make money and help out around the house if need be. I also landed a chance to further push my website out and about on a live radio. On live radio. So I figured this would get my mind off the truth and reality and some time to think about how I could tell Ross about what happened. My website was a hobby turned my firstborn. I remember starting off paying for taxi cabs with pennies in New York City to get to fashion events. I remember trying to find my most fashionable outfit to stand out. I was thankful that I completed a bucket list task of my first year of teaching, and that was to buy myself a pair of Louboutins with my first earned paycheck as these became the staple piece and led to many conversations with influential people in fashion. Seems silly that a little red can go a long way, but it did. After strenuous hours editing videos of fashion shows and in and out of the city, I learned that this isn't what I wanted my website to be. I wanted many writers, many topics, and that's when thequeenbuzz.com went from fashion blog to pop culture website. Did I focus a lot on my website? Yes. Was technology taking over most of my time? Yes. But I believed it would be a great thing because of what I eventually wanted to do with it. I was talking videos, interviews of mom and pop businesses, as I knew Ross was a huge fan of them, uh, like I was. He truly appreciated things made in the U.S. I mean, he was over-the-top excited when he purchased his rainbow sandals for us both and showed me the label, how they were made in the USA. So this was a voyage I knew must set sail, but also caused a conflict. Ross worked late hours, as did I. We started to not have our time as much, and things began to change. The radio station I worked on caused issues between us both, and Ross's lack of communication led to friction most of the time. See, opposites do attract, but in this case, can also repel. I was very open about my feelings, emotions, and overall communicated sometimes too much. Ross rarely ever spoke about things, which most of the time left me feeling lost and confused. Something had bothered him immensely, and he was so angered by it that he shouted out that we should just stop and separate from each other. I thought at first that he found out that I didn't tell him about the miscarriage. I never told anyone and asked for it never to be mentioned by my doctor, so I was unsure of how he knew if it was the case. After he told me why he was so upset and that it wasn't, the, wasn't what I thought, I knew we were true, truly losing grip of the love we had for one another and that I had to be honest right then and there and tell him what had happened. I looked him in the eyes with tears in mine, and he feared for the worst. He kept asking me, and I felt frozen because I wasn't sure where this would go. I wasn't sure if he would look at me and think I wasn't good enough, and then finally came out, and I saw tears in Ross's eyes. We just held each other as I cried aloud and apologized over and over again. I begged for him to tell no one, as I was embarrassed that I was unable to happily announce I was pregnant. He must have told me over and over again that it wasn't my fault and things happened, and that night we fell asleep in each other's arms, vowing to work less and spend more time together. That year came and went, as did 2011, when Ross continued building his empire. 
I worked my part-time job, and the only baby I would soon hold in my arms would be my sister's. We were growing apart, and dinner was getting colder as each night he worked more and more, eventually leaving me to wrap dinner, clean up, and head to bed alone. I questioned and then stopped myself because I knew he was working for a great future for us, but the biggest question I kept repeating was, why was he forgetting to enjoy the present along the way? I think I'm going to stop there. Um, Someone emailed me and asked me if it's hard to read this. And yeah, I mean, I read this and I sometimes get like goosebumps. But ultimately what it comes down to is, um, you know, it's it's in the past. It's it's a fictional book. So let's be very frank with that. Um, It's a fictional book. And yeah, it's it's a journal. Just write about the things you feel. All right. So again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to 4.0 in life with me, your host, Dina. Um, I'm working on some secret secret projects that I can't wait to share with you guys. I'm very, 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 very excited, but I can't dish out until I get the green light. Other than that, stay tuned. Next week, I will be on the podcast with the lovely ladies of the Rosé Room. Then the following Sunday, I will have Catherine Perry. And then after that, I will continue with me, myself, and I, and more from Paper Bag Princess. For those of you who purchased my book, thank you guys so much. I'm so excited. You just made my entire year. Um, other than that, other than that, make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe, share, tell a friend, phone a friend, share it away. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Bye, guys. 